Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin Mobile Studio in the Gruber Law Office's Sports Zone at Summerfest. Here's Greg Matzek. All right, here we go. Hour number two of Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Greg in for John, Bob in for Greg, Sandy in for Sandy. And we're broadcasting live from Summerfest. Today's broadcast brought to you by Elkhart Lakes Road America. Always a great place to visit. Enjoy their NASCAR event coming up July 27th through the 29th. Get your tickets and check out the full season schedule at roadamerica.com. Boy, it's been a busy week. It's been a very busy week, too, for you, Sandy, as I know you've been kind of popping back and forth between the studio, the station, and the zoo for what proved to be an incredible blood drive. Oh, thanks to so many people who stepped up and rolled up their sleeve and donated a pint of blood the wtmj cares campaign it was my very first one and i you know i want to overachieve i want to do a good job i want to save some lives so it was just wonderful to hear from the american red cross who reported that this year's blood drive was the biggest ever at the zoo that they've ever had. Fantastic. Yay! That is fantastic. Now, wasn't me. I donated one pint. Okay, well... But... <laughs> but you helped spread the word, uh, so yes. hundreds of others. Uh, but, I don't think they want you to do more than one point. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Right. Uh, but I, I'm so, so thrilled to report that 318 units of blood were collected. Oh, it's amazing. From over 300... WTMJ fans, it was so much fun to be there on Monday when I donated blood and meeting people who had a variety of stories of why they donate. And sometimes it was just, hey, it's free Summerfest tickets. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. I get to hang out at the zoo today. That's next. Yeah. And other people really had profound stories of either being cancer survivors or supporting other people who were getting blood transfusions because of leukemia or friends who had tragic emergencies so whatever the reason thank you so much for everyone who came out to support the wtmj cares blood drive with the american red cross and gruber law offices uh just thrilled and uh glad to help out the american red cross because you know the summertime is the blood shortage supply so we're helping then and then with july 4th coming up there could be a few accidents. Blood is often needed in those emergency yeah. situations. I mean, statistically, it really is. It's emergency room visits kick up over Fourth of July weekend. Um, but I also want to encourage anyone who heard about the zoo blood drive the past three days and said, "That's really nice," and I'm glad you're doing that. And I'm glad we're raising. We're we're sorry. This is our friend Patrick who just came by the booth. It's so just waving it's, hello. People yeah, are coming by. Go. It's like yay. Oh, um, it's raining. Let me in. I know. It's wonderful. Nice to see you nice to see you uh but here's the deal if you want to donate blood and you heard some of the stories that we shared on wtmj you can it's very convenient the american red cross's website has an easy zip code search so wherever you are in the state whether you're in fond du lac or racine west bend wherever you are you can just type in your zip code and you will find convenient donation locations and times to donate yeah i love that yeah so thanks again to everyone who participated i truly appreciate it but not only i appreciate it but patients who will be using that blood appreciate well, it. Well, a great turnout. It was great to hear from Mark Thomas of the American Red yes. Cross. It was great to hear some of the stories you told. They're so impactful, right? You just Sometimes you donate blood, you don't really know who gets it, and you're able to tell some of those stories of recipients who, we needed this. We, we needed, I needed this pint of blood for X, Y, and Z reason. They, those stories are so impactful. And, and one of the neat things also about the American Red Cross is they will email you later and tell you where your pint of blood was used. Very cool. So you feel that connection 
that that you really did make a difference. Well, you did, and thank you so much, thank Sandy, you. for thank and everybody you, who participated uh, in our WTMJ Cares initiative. Looking forward to the next one. An incredible day on this day in 2007. My vote for perhaps the greatest invention of all time. We explain after this. There's never been an iPod that can do this. Or this. Or this. Or for that matter, this. So did you guys catch the little ditty before Deb's traffic? Did yeah. you guys have any idea what that was? What was it? Did you hear it? I did, because it kept saying it, it can do this. And this. And this. And then. And this. And, then and I'm the, like, what's it a, doing? And then a phone rang. Did that ring a bell to you at all? Uh, sort, sort of, kind of. It, it, it did. It's a bit of a throwback, but for those who are in the technological know, that was the first ever commercial featuring an iPhone. And the first ever iPhone went on sale this day in the United States in 2007. The first ever iPhone sales. That's it? Happened in 2000. It's not that long ago. No, less than 20 years. It's really not that long ago. I remember hyperventilating at the thought of an iPhone. <laughs> did you really? I did. You're one of those people. I, oh, my goodness. I really am. Because I, I'm, an all, I'm an all Apple gadget guy. Yeah. I just am. And I love Apple gadgets. And you had to have the iPod. And then you, then you had that. It was like a giant brick iPod. This, this giant thing. The, the wheel. I had that one, relic. the 160 gig, because mm-hmm. I jammed all my music in there. Right. Oh, and, yeah. And then they made the iPod Touch, which was yep. essentially like a Wi-Fi iPod. I was like, well, yeah, this is fancy, phone. too. And, of course, yeah. the iPad, right? Yes. So you can sit in bed and yeah, Right. And well, read that came and, later. But, yeah. yes, right, you're on the right path here. So here's what Steve Jobs did. Here's what he had to say about the unveiling of the iPod. So this, or the, uh, the iPhone. This goes back to 2007. He does one of these like State of the Union addresses, new product innovations conferences. One man on stage. Yes. So yeah. here's here's a snippet from what Steve Jobs had to say in 2007. We're introducing three revolutionary products of this class. Is a widescreen iPod with touch controls. The second is a revolutionary mobile phone. And the third is a breakthrough internet communications device. These are not three separate devices. This is one device. The crowd goes wild, right? It's amazing. And you too. Yes, they reinvented the phone. So I have labeled this the best invention of the 2000s, and I think it would get votes for the best invention of all time. However, I also understand it falls into that category of necessary evil and part of the problem we have with society. No doubt. Yeah. Well, sure. I would also say to see your enthusiasm is fun, and you are an early adapter, and you think that this is the best technological invention of the 2000s. So that that's meaningful. It's remarkable. I, on the other hand, did not get an iPhone until 2015. I was fine and dandy with my little flip phone. And remember when you had to text and press a button oh, three yeah. times Paper to get to see? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ABC. Think, I don't think yeah. I was far 
in front of you, though, with it. Really? Well, there, there was a cost mechanism to it, right? My little How Samsung much was the flip first phone or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. was just like, you got a the free. The Motorola Razor. You sign up for that a plan. That was the Razor, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it also introduced us to an entirely different language, right? Yeah, 3G and then 4G and then 5G. Like, they kept pushing the limits. And obviously what it can do, it, you, you could actually read a newspaper article instead of trying to download something and, like, how is this even working and pulling up the antenna on your flip phone and mm-hmm. playing the snake game on your Nokia brick. Yeah. I mean, now all of a sudden you had everything at your fingertips. Like, and this is a legendary invention. Game changer. It, seriously. Absolutely is. No buttons. All touch right. screen. Well, it had the home button, right? And then the home button went away recently. Right. And now the screen takes up. The, like, they found ways to innovate. And but it wasn't like a BlackBerry or a sidekick. Like, it, it got no. rid of that press yeah. button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. You don't have the mechanical feel to yeah. it. Right. What's amazing is that Greg got excited. I got excited. All of us got excited because we needed our phones to make phone calls and text, of course. And so to bunch it all together was great, but we still need to make calls. The next generation, the generation now, they don't even know that a phone exists on there because it's all, right? I mean, my son rarely uses the phone, and I don't even know if he knows how to use the phone. It's on there, mm-hmm. but they use it for so many other things. The phone part for the younger generation is maybe, I would guess, like 10% of the usage. Everything else is I'm watching videos, I'm texting my friends, mm-hmm. I'm playing games. So I, I think you've hit on something here with my eight-year-old. She wants a phone. And she's eight. And I ask, why do you want a phone? Who do you want to talk to? So to her, phone means all of the things that you spoke about, Bob. Yes. And not necessarily making phone calls, right? It's the ability to watch a Bluey on YouTube or something like that. Or, you know, do some of the fun games that we'll play to keep them occupied if we're waiting too long for dinner or to get a table. Uh, those kinds of things, right? Some drawing games, some math games, like all that kind of stuff. So when she says, I'd like a phone, my first question is, well, who are you going to call? That's my question. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, I don't have to call anybody. I just want to do it all the other stuff. She's like, well, we also have a laptop for you, and you can do all of those things on the laptop that we purchased for you, a little Chromebook kind of thing. Uh, but no, she would like a phone. And she's not getting one, by the way, but she would like one <laughs> because of all the other things. And right. that's what Apple introduced is a phone that could do all of the other things. And oh, by the way, you can also make a call. I, I, it's a legendary invention. Uh, one of the greatest inventions in the history of our universe. 16 is the years iPhone. ago. Yeah, it, it, has, it has absolutely changed our lives. And now so much so that, and like I said, I'm a Luddite. I'm a slow adapter. But now even I have given in and i'm like well okay i'll have apps on my phone to pay for things to have just absolute flexibility i hardly carry a wallet except for like my id to get into the studio where you work you need it's an app yes so So it's just how much i rely on that on that phone for all of those other functionalities is fascinating the palm trio was a flop the blackberry was an absolute nightmare the iPhone absolutely nailed it, and that's what everybody else is trying to copycat, and it's not working as well. I know some people are Android people. Sure. I'm not an Android person because it just doesn't work. I like Apple stuff because it works. <laughs> it works for me anyway. I'm just a smartphone per you know, like the larger smartphone. Sure. It does, sure. I, I'm not brand loyal. It's not a Pepsi Coke thing for me. It's like, okay. If it works. She keeps trying to open it up, though, Greg. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, it's not no Sandy. Yeah, it doesn't for, open. I'm telling my you. I, I, I loved the little flip phones. I had a flip phone that was pink and it had little flowers etched on it. And it looked like a little compact. I was of a big fan of that. Yeah, that was good Of stuff. course you did. But here's also, I still have the photos that that took. 
And, the, you know, it's just funny. They're little grainy, kind of grainy. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah little, little grainy, grainy photos. Well, that's the other thing. We have a very nice camera that we bought, my wife and I, before we got married and went on our honeymoon. And now the phone camera that I have mm-hmm. outperforms the nice Canon camera no. that we bought. No doubt. And it's all in the pocket. That's another amazing development as it continue to innovate. Yes, happy birthday to the iPhone. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Well, reaction is pouring in following the Supreme Court's ruling to limit affirmative action. A 6-3 decision today limits how colleges and universities can consider race in the admissions process. At the heart of it all is Harvard and the University of North Carolina. Royal Oaks of ABC is joining us. Royal, first of all, the, the ruling, was it a surprise? And how are those in various communities reacting to the news today? Well, it was not a surprise in the sense that at oral argument several months ago, the conservative justices pretty much signaled where they stood about this. Very pointed questions uh, questioning the legitimacy of affirmative action. So it wasn't a shock in that sense. On the other hand, whenever you overturn uh, precedents that uh, the court has been abiding by for decades, Bakke back in the 70s and the law school case several years ago, uh, you know, it is a reversal of fortune for affirmative action. But bottom line is a six, thir- six to three majority. Uh, the opinion was written by the chief justice, John Roberts. They declared that uh, affirmative action it really is unconstitutional, violates the 14th Amendment's guarantee uh, of equal protection. And as a result, uh, universities, colleges will no longer be allowed to explicitly use race as a factor in admissions. Royal, those in the African-American community feel this is a major step backwards and are incredibly disappointed today. Other legislatures seem to think this is a win for everybody, that race will not be included. It's more on your merit and achievement. I'm not saying who's right, who's wrong, but, but the mixed opinions are so incredibly strong on this. Yeah, people's opinions are extremely strong. There's, there's kind of a wild card, though. At the very end of the opinion, Chief Justice Roberts wrote, you know, nothing prohibits universities from considering an applicant's discussion of how race affected the applicant's life. So that suggests that as long as Harvard and North Carolina and the other colleges that use affirmative action remove the explicit reference to race in their admissions guidelines, they still may take race into account if somebody says in their essay, well, I've had struggles in life and this is how and related to race. Now, uh, Justice Sotomayor wrote a, a fiery dissent, and she said that business about listening to people talk about racial struggles is like putting lipstick on a pig. So she's referring to the majority opinion striking down affirmative action as a pig. Very high emotions there at the Supreme Court. And, and what was specifically at the crux of the conversation that Harvard and the University of North Carolina were doing to to force this ruling today? What they did was they had some guidelines in terms of looking at extracurricular activities and GPAs and and other other athletics and so on, other factors. One of the factors they explicitly mentioned is race, and that was what the majority objected to. Uh, The majority says that the 14th Amendment guarantees equal protection of the law. That means no racial discrimination. They said affirmative action is a form of racial discrimination. It is legal if it's needed to accomplish a compelling governmental interest. And in recent decades, courts have said, well, diversity in schools is a compelling uh, governmental interest. This court said, no, that's too vague. It cannot overcome the constitutional ban on 
ABC's Royal Oaks joining us. Royal, I know you got a very busy day. Thank you for following the story. Appreciate you joining us this afternoon. You bet. Thanks. You bet. We'll have much more in the news coming up here at the top of the hour. 4.43 on WTMJ. A day at the fest should include for everybody a fresh-squeezed lemonade. I took my chances at it today. That's right. Maybe I just ran out of money. The story after this. You got to have your Summerfest must-haves. Like, if you're coming to the fest, I must... Yes. Fill in the blank. What is that for you? For me, it used to be, I don't have a new tradition, but it used to be go directly to the Liney Lodge and have a berry vice. Okay. That was <laughs> that meant it was Summerfest. You, you can't do that now? You should still do that. I don't, that sounds wonderful. I think they've changed up their beer flavors oh, here, sure. so that's why. So, oh, believe me, I, I don't mind a Liney. Okay. But yeah, so, but, but that it was that flavor, because this was the first place I'd ever tried berry vice. So that used to be my must-have. Okay. Bob, Summerfest must-have, must-do? Um, two places. One of them just filled our faces, our partners at Major Goolsby's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We brought food to the trailer. Uh, outstanding. So it, it's it's always Goolsby's, and it's always Saz's. i got to mm-hmm. have the sour cream and chive fries, Deb, yes, right? absolutely, gotta 100%. Have, yeah, and you get the sampler platter, so you get the fries with the mott sticks, with the clam thingies. Like what I, I forget, because I haven't been there yet. Calamari? Eggplant? It, it's no, no, the eggplant's no. weird. No, it's not that healthy. Okay, no. <laughs> but those those are my two food stuffs for mm-hmm. sure. Deb, what do you have to do Mine's every time be you're here? The sky glider. Okay. Aww. Yep. Yep. All right. Sky glider. You gotta Cute. go from one end to the other. You can beat the traffic nicely with the sky nicely, glider too. Nicely, yes. I'm I mean, I've always tried to kind of hide to see if they would just let me go around back to the other way, but yeah. no, they always catch me. Can't well, you view. are one that wants to keep out of traffic. This I understand true. that. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> All right. So for me, it's it's the lemonade. It's the shaken lemonade. I don't like caffeine all that much when I'm working and doing a radio show. I don't really drink much soda and really can't have a beer while we're working, or at least we're not supposed to anyway. Uh, so the lemonade, the Catalano's lemonade has it's always fresh. been my thing. Yeah, and they've got a bunch of stands around here. State Fair's got it as well. And they squeeze the lemons right in front of you. They shake it up and down. They add the sugar. They add the water. You can get the jumbo or the little one. I wanted to take my chances in making my own lemonade today. The lemonade performance. I so I, I, well, really, I just ran out of money, and I wanted to see if they would allow me <laughs> in to make my own lemonade, which turns out they'll let you do if you're part of the media uh, and have a fun story idea. So we went knocking on the door at Catalano's Lemonade earlier today. All right, hey, everybody, we're at the Summerfest grounds, and summer does not officially begin for me until I've had a lemonade. That's right, lemonade, and there's only one place to get it from at the fest, Catalano's. Think they'll let me make my own? Let's try. So there's only a $2 difference between the 32-ounce and 16-ounce? Yep, yep. Well, that's a lot of bang for your buck. All right, so you get, you're making a big dog here, right? Yep, so we're going to have two lemons. Two lemons. One. I'm watching you first. <laughs> and then we're going to have two scoops of sugar in the big one as well. Okay. Are you heaping? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got two of these, right? Does anybody ever ask for extra sugar? Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I, that's what gonna I, go ice. He's going to fill that. All right, so you got the juice in there, you got the sugar in there, ice goes on top. Yep, ice all the way up to the top, and then he's going to fill that with water. Just regular water, right? Yep, just regular water. Regular water, is that, is that hooked up to the uh, sewer system water, or is it good water? Uh, no, it's, it's a good water. Oh, that's good, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get people sick out here, right? Yeah, no, no, of course not. We don't want to do that. I thought the citrus might kill anything bad, I don't know. So then he's going he's gonna to pour that in that little shaker cup right there. Okay, Giovanni, so- show him how to do that, yep. And then he's going to shake it around. 
There you go. That's the sound of success right there is what that is. We got to mix the lemon and the sugar. Now you got to answer me this, Devani. Does does the top part, does the shaker ever fly off and you make a mess? All the time. All the time? Oh, no. You're well trained. All right. Now you got the perfect amount of foam on the top of that, the bubbles with the citrus and the sugar. Was that enough sugar in there? Yeah, that was a good amount of sugar. Okay, so how long you got to shake? Like a good 15, 20 seconds. 15 or 20 seconds. Okay. Can I give it a shot? Yep, you can, can I give it a try? Do I need like a rubber glove or like a snowmobile suit or anything? Hey, yo, Brandon, you got any extra gloves? There's a box here. I use, I, I actually, I, I don't own any rubber gloves. I rent mine. I have a lease with an option to buy. It's, uh, it's okay. complex. So I'll probably put this on your left hand. Okay, okay. And then you can try and make one real quick. All right, let's I'm see. Sure you're doing it right. Should I make a jumbo? Should I make a... Uh, I would make the large one. All right, you know, so, go big or go home. So. Right, right, right. So the large one, we got two lemons. Two lemons, yep. Okay, you don't worry about the seeds, right? The seeds are just part of the deal. Yeah, seeds are part of the deal. All right, get it right there in the hopper there. Pull it down, spin it, stay on line, and we squeeze. Ooh, the came out of that. That's really good. All right. Lemon goes, you just like throw at people? No, they can go in. Oh, it goes right in. Put them both right in. There yep. we go. Taste the summertime, baby. There you go. I love that. Spin it. Crank it. Oh, we're getting everything out of there. All right, goes in. Now we need yep. sugar, right? And uh, two scoops of sugar. Two scoops of sugar. Make sure people aren't cheated here. How's everyone doing? Welcome to Summerfest. <laughs> All right. Yep. So you're natural. Did I make this for anybody for real? Did anybody order a big one? Hey, there you go. First one I ever made. I hope it doesn't taste like olive juice. I may have screwed that up. That's okay. Right. Like Woo! He's a natural. Yeah. All right, we got to eliminate. Thank you guys very much. No problem. Y'all stay in school. Good luck off the radio station. Thanks very much. Summer can begin. All right, there we go. It ended up working out. And they, they allowed me to bring one back to our WTMJ mobile studio, which I just polished off as a matter of fact I was just going to say you didn't share. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to see just how good your lemonade shake and skills were. It turned were. out nice. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And I didn't spill anything. You had, a, you had a great teacher, too. I did have a good he, he teacher. He was walking you through the steps. He made sure he was selling it. He was he was giving you confidence, Greg. So That's what I needed. Go out there and do, do the job. It's a very tight space. So there's not room for three or four in there, and I think we had five. So, <laughs> nonetheless, we all made it work, and I didn't screw up anybody's lemonade who was actually a true paying customer. And it didn't shatter your illusions of how not. much you love the lemonade. No, I will still go back. They say don't meet your heroes. I'm glad you were <laughs> able to really enjoy this. It's going to be a great night at the fest. Dave Matthews on the amphitheater, one of many acts that one could see coming down to the festival grounds. Tonight. And you know, I've been talking about going to England, and I've been doing a little bit research so that way the October trip is the best it can be and one of my best friends in England his name is Paul Russell I call him tall Paul was talking to him about music festivals Glastonbury was just in England which is huge on this big farm and I was talking about Summerfest and and he was like wait wait what because you know we're used to it 55th anniversary here we're used to what Summerfest is you pay what 25 bucks 26 bucks you got 11 stages you can wander around eat well drink well and he was just as the brits say gobsmacked <laughs> he's like wait, wait explain this to me and i said well here i'll send you the link what bands would you see like maybe it's not that great of a festival maybe i'm overselling it and so he sent me an email he's like i would see all of these bands i said okay help us out here give me a little guide so uh this is my friend paul uh and some of his Summerfest picks if he could be here today 
Paul Russell here, one of Sandy's longtime friends. I'm a passionate music fan, music journalist, and podcast producer based just outside London. I'm so jealous that you've got this amazing festival, Summerfest, and that for $26, you can get access to 11 free stages of music on a lovely lakefront setting. There's so many great acts to tempt you, but here's my recommendations on who to look out for. Make sure you catch indie band Lord Huron, whose single, Not Dead Yet, is simply magnificent. Flying the British flag, the excellent soul blues of the James Hunter Six. He used to play with Van Morrison, and if you like him, you'll love James Hunter. Well, the pain of mind, I said they got no shame. They rob you blind, then they take your pain. Atmospheric Acoustic Americana from Andrew Duhon, whose recent couple of albums I've adored, particularly the track Coming Round. I suppose I know better now, never would have believed if ahead was a way back. Spin Doctors, whose Little Miss Can't Be Wrong still sounds timeless. These are just a few of the amazing musical delights you'll be able to catch at Summerfest. Whoever you manage to see, I hope you enjoy them. I'm very jealous. Yeah, good reminder as to what we have here on the lakefront of Milwaukee. I, I always find it interesting, people who aren't really familiar with Summerfest trying to explain it. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? You just, that's one day? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah there's multiple days. It's just like the other one. And it's like, not just, all one kind of band. I know, not at all. It's all kinds of styles of music. Fascinating stuff. Yes. Should be a great night here at the lakefront. Dave Matthews, the headliner band tonight. You heard from Tall Paul, some of the other great picks for this evening here at Summerfest.